This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, July 1st, and let's talk about the holiday weekend weather. This weekend is going to be a throwback to to July 4th weekends past, with plenty of showers, but improvement right after the weekend. And some of you who enjoy fireworks will experience some of a different kind as thunderstorms develop over the Cascades and eastern Washington, particularly on Saturday and Sunday. Now today, Friday, will be warm throughout the state, with highs getting to the 70s in the west, even upper 70s, and into the 90s in the east. Lots of sun and no precipitation. Only on the Washington and Oregon coast will low clouds be in place and temperatures only getting into the 60s. Now, Saturday will be the day of transition. In the west, there'll be more clouds and temperatures rising only into the low 70s, but there'll still be plenty of sun. And east of the Cascades, plenty of sun and temperatures getting to the mid and upper 90s. But on Saturday afternoon, as an upper-level trough of lower pressure approaches western Oregon, convective showers and thunderstorms will develop over the Beaver State, and these showers will start moving northward during the late afternoon. So I expect showers and some thunderstorms to spread into eastern Washington and the South Cascades on Saturday night and Sunday morning. And then, as the showers move north, pushed by an upper-level trough, I will expect plenty of showers on both sides of the Cascades on Sunday, July 3rd. Temperatures will only reach the mid-60s west of the Cascades on Sunday, so it'll be a, a huge knockdown. Now, everybody wants to know about July 4th. Well, July 4th will start with clouds and showers over western Washington, but I expect the situation to improve substantially during the afternoon, and there'll be dry conditions in place by fireworks time on the western side of the Cascades. I also expect it to be relatively dry eastern side of the Cascades later on July 4th. On July 4th, the focus of the showers will be mainly north of Washington into British Columbia and over Idaho and Montana. Now, as I mentioned before, there should be a drying and warming trend on Tuesday and Wednesday, a pattern that is well known to long-term residents of the region. You know, you can have an iffy July 4th weekend, but much improved after that. Now, the wedding of the region July 3rd is in many ways a godsend. Uh, It will greatly reduce the flammability of grasses and other fuels, and thus they will be less likely to ignite on July 4th from errant fireworks, and there's always errant fireworks. Climatologically, we are now just approaching the big transition to dryness of July. Climatologically, the driest period of the year is one month away, late July and early August. 
and the probability of precipitation on any day here in the western part of the state typically drops from around 20% in late June to about 8% in late July. Only a few weeks. It's just a stunning dryness. Finally, I just received the latest wildfire fire numbers from the Bureau of Land Management. And the number of Northwest wildfires this year is way, way down compared to normal. Roughly half of normal, some places less. Our cool, wet winter and spring have had a major impact. And so we have less fires. And I expect this suppression of fires from the cool, wet weather to extend at least until the end of July. So I don't see a lot of smoke developing uh, during the next few weeks. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. This weekend may bring considerable thunderstorm activity and I thought it would be useful to talk about the conditions that produce thunderstorms in our region. To get a thunderstorm, there are certain conditions that are required. In a thunderstorm, like all convection, a parcel of air must become buoyant and accelerate upwards. Such a situation is called instability. You can push an air parcel upward, and then it moves upwards on its own. That's what we mean by buoyancy and instability. In general, to get instability that produces convective clouds like cumulonimbus or cumulocongestus or cumulus, one needs to get a large decrease of temperature with height. This is known as a large lapse rate. And something to give an air parcel a push upwards is also necessary since generally the atmosphere is stable and it takes an upward shove to get an air parcel buoyant. Generally, to get a large change in temperature with height that helps produce buoyancy and stability, you need warming at the surface and cooling aloft that helps produce a large cooling with height. And therein lies a problem for convection and thunderstorms in the Northwest and particularly Western Washington. Our air at low levels is coming off a cold ocean and cold air at low levels greatly reduces the potential to get a large vertical temperature change and thus instability. It's cooler aloft naturally, warmer at the surface, and anything that cools the surface makes it less likely to get a large change in temperature with height. But the situation here in the Northwest is worse than that. Water vapor, moisture at low levels is good for producing buoyant air parcels. This is true because rising air parcels cool to saturation and when it does that, water vapor can condense. When water vapor condense, it releases latent heat. It produces warming that can make an air parcel even more buoyant. But cool air over the ocean, air coming over from the ocean at low levels, can't hold much water vapor. So that's a problem that works against convection. 
And then there is the need for a source of lift to get air parcels started on their upward journey. You can think of it as a starter motor on a car. During, thunder, during summer, we tend to have high pressure over our region, particularly along the coast and offshore. And high pressure is associated with sinking air. This is not good for thunderstorms. Sinking air is bad for precipitation or convection. Now you can see why thunderstorms are rare here in the Northwest. The conditions are just not right generally. So how do we get around these problems? And we may in fact get around them to some degree this weekend. What is the secret? If there is a strong upper level trough of low pressure approaching our region, it can supply lift. In front of a trough, there tends to be upward motion, and this can help the air become more buoyant. But it's better than that. The upward motion tends to increase aloft, and that rising motion can cause cooling aloft, because when air rises, it expands and it cools. So cooling aloft from that rising motion can help increase the temperature change with height. Now, winds in front of troughs, to the east of a trough approaching, the winds are generally from the south or even the southeast of low levels. This kind of flow can bring up warm air from the south at low levels, air that has not been over the cold ocean. So, for all these reasons, a summer situation with a sharp, strong, upper-level trough approaching the region is often associated with thunderstorms and convection. And that is what we're going to see coming in on Saturday and Sunday. So watch the situation this weekend. You may hear a few boomers, particularly from the Cascades eastward. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.